0: To talk about a pre-analysis of a classical game i mean it's already gonna start in less than an hour so yeah let's get right into it so um what about the formation guys i i'm pretty sure you've seen it we're gonna play with um our araujo as a right back garcia as a center forward which i'm not looking forward to it to be realistic but hope everything goes okay. And then other than that, I think everything is fine. Um, Busquets, um, Pedri, Frankie, Aubameyang, Dembélé, and Ferran. But Garcia, I mean, that's going to be a weak spot right there. But, I mean, I think Xavi did it because Araujo going to take care of Bini, you know? I mean, it could work out, but let's, let's hope. What do you guys think?
1: yeah i agree like um i mean if dest is not there our best option of controlling vinny is arajo i think arajo will be able to manhandle him Mm -hmm. other than that the midfield is exactly what we expect yeah yeah the the attacking lineup is great i'm glad dembele is starting And would uh, yeah. be very interesting. How about I feel you? Like Adama what do you off think? the bench is pretty dangerous.
0: Yeah, Adama could catch the entire, you know, he could come in like in the 70th minute if every, if we need him, like if the other players are tar- tired and he's physical, so he could work out as a late sub. So. Yeah,
1: 100 percent when everyone's tired and he just starts like running through everyone.
0: Yeah, it could keep up out a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's true yeah, um, let me see yeah, um, I mean,
1: have you seen the Madrid lineup?
0: yeah, I've seen it, Rodrigo's gonna be as far as nine, right?
1: yeah, it seems like it
0: yeah, I mean Rodrigo, and- uh, I don't know about him, like, he's kind of a weird situation, he's a very skilled player, but he's I don't know, his goal-scoring opportunities have gone, like, way down. Like, he's good, though. But uh, to be honest, I wouldn't worry that much about him. I'm worried about the mid- their midfield and Vinicius.
1: Yeah, 100%. And I don't think Vinicius is as dangerous
0: without Benzema. Yeah, that's true. They make, like, a good counter-attacking partnership, so.
1: Yeah, but I- I'm really worried with Eric Garcia. I'm really worried.
0: Yeah, everybody is, man. I was reading, like, fans' comments on certain apps. Like, everybody, everybody, everybody's worried about him. But, <clears throat> I mean, let's hope everything goes okay. I mean, Piqué's is still there. Uh Piqué's not going to, like, pick up, like, the whole slack, you know, like, the whole game. So, let's hope, like, Garcia steps it up a bit.
1: Yeah, 100. I definitely hope Garcia has a good game.
0: I really hope he does. Yeah, hopefully, man. And I was reading some stats, man. Uh, I was reading some stats. It pisses me off. Uh, the last um, six, seven games, I think I think it was the last five games, we've lost to Madrid. And then before that, like, we've tied. So it's, it's embarrassing. Yeah, we, we,
1: we haven't won a classical in a minute.
0: Yeah, it's fucking embarrassing. I'm embarrassed with that stat. So there's a lot, I mean... We gotta win. I mean,
1: that's fine. We've been having like a really huge transitional period, mm-hmm. you know, bouncing between different coaches. Uh, it's fine. Like, this is the first Classico in a while that we're well equipped to win.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. And we're in a good, um, yeah, we're we've like in a good form. So, Madrid is in a good form as well. But, um, what I think. Let me know what you guys think. I think it's going to be a 2-2. I mean, I would love to tell you guys that we'll win it, but it's going to be in the Bernabeu. Like, Madrid is in excellent form right now. They beat Mallorca, I believe, 3-1. They beat PSG before as well. I think it's going to be a very tight match with goals, of course. It's going to be – there's going to be several goals, but I just think it's like 2-2, to be honest. Like, I can't see a Barca win, and I can't see a Barca defeat either.
1: I, I, I don't know. I'm I'm very optimistic. I'm really feeling a four-two. Oh, hopefully, I, man. I know, know that's very world optimistic, world. but mm-hmm. I really believe their defense is gonna be shred to pieces. Like I don't think their fo- both their fullbacks are like awful. Like they're gonna, they're playing they're playing Nacho Alaba Militao and Carfajal. I I I just don't I don't see them like. Holding back the boys for like ninety minutes. And whenever Madrid plays, they they just park the bus and play counterattacks. I, I don't see them um Hello? I don't see that working. Oh, hello.
0: Oh finally. Hey, Hi guys. How's it going? Sorry for the delay. I was having a little issues. No, it's fine, man. We're just talking about um like the past um scores that Madrid has um beating us the last five games and we're just talking about how it's really important to win today because it's really embarrassing, like the stats against Madrid recently.
2: Well, I think I think this is the first time. What in do a you very think, Oman? Time That we're finally set up, you know, to su- succeed. We have momentum for a change. I was I feel like the, saying. This. I feel like the team finally has a style that we're gonna play with. Whether we lose or win with it, at least you know. You know what the boys are gonna come out and do, and that's rare for us mm. for the past, I think, two three years. Now, if you look at the way yeah. Madrid is shaped, they're playing a four four two.
1: Yeah. So, so midfield gonna, heavy.
2: Yeah, he's gonna pack that midfield.
1: Yeah,
2: you got Modric, Casemiro, Cruz, and Valverde. Yes,
1: yeah, so I think absolutely I... pack that midfield.
2: I think he'll leave Modric to kind of roam around and support Vinicius. I think Rodrigo's playing on the right wing. While Casimiro's going to like sit deep, while Valverde is just going to hunt hunt everyone down. Yeah. You know, kind of like how G Park used to play for United and just shadow people. I think that's what we're going to expect Valverde to do and just cruise just to ping pong the passes off everyone.
0: So So basically, Madrid is setting up a wall on the midfield, and their plan is to control the midfield and play counter attacking, right?
2: So I think they're going to go for a medium block. Usually, other Mm -hmm. teams against us go for a low block. I think Madrid are going to go for a medium block and just try and win the ball in the middle of the pitch and just, you know, ping the ball to Vinicius or Rodrigo. Bam.
0: Yeah.
1: But I I feel that will work in our favor. If they, Ma, I, know, I was going to say,
2: I'm so happy that so I was I was, I was was reading this guy and he's saying that uh, that, you know, each time the classical comes around, especially in the Bernabeu we, our coaches, especially from like Johan Cruyff, always come up with tricks and I feel like Xavi's kind of pulling the off by, no one expected him to bench Dani Alves, even if this was fit, I think everyone yeah. expected Daniel Alves to start Yeah, so and I was the-
1: honestly very scared of that
2: I was terrified. Imagine Daniel Alves again, just running like, Against Vinicius,
1: and- like, <laughs>
2: chasing shadows. I don't want that. <laughs> I don't want
0: to see that. <laughs> yeah, but it, it, it brings us to another point, guys. Yeah, I mean, I understand Xavi's uh, tactics. Araujo is the best guy to cover Vinicius. Araujo's physical. is fast. He's technical with his slides. He doesn't, like, slide clum- clumsily. You know, like, He's not like clumsy with his lights. He's a perfect uh defender, but I mean it's either one of the or the other. We're gonna leave like a big gap open on the CB, uh, with Garcia. So I mean we're taking a risk there as well.
2: But but see, I I I'm actually happy with the Garcia move personally. From really from the perspective of, I think we can all agree Araujo is not the best uh Passing. passer. So. Without Benzema, the central part is not as scary as before. So, realistically, Garcia is excellent on the ball, right? I think we can all agree on that. Mm -hmm. So, from that perspective, it's going to give us, you know, I think it's going to end up shaping up where Garcia is going to push up a bit and Piquet and Araujo might tuck in and somehow end up being three in the back. I don't know.
1: Yeah, but, like, what worries me is that all of Madrid's chances won't be like build-up play and they break us down. They're going to be fast counterattacks. And in those, like, fast split decision moments, that's where our Eric Garcia lets us down the most. So I'm really worried about that. Yeah, guys. I was going to be too far on the right to come and help. It yeah. Might, like, Rodrigo and Vinny could end up just blitzing through from the middle, you know? Like, uh, Eric Garcia's defensive capabilities really worry me.
0: Yeah, guys, let's say that um let's say that it's a one-on-one, uh, Rodrigo versus Garcia, right? I mean, we all know, like, we're not too confident about that, right? Cause let's say PK is stuck somewhere in a different position, like in a counterattack, and it's just gonna be like Garcia and Rodrigo like straight forward, like one versus one. Like, uh, I don't know, like I th- I think you guys saw the Galatassari game, right? Like where he looked like very clumsy in like a counterattack move. Like, the guy yeah. basically just fell down on the ground. And, yeah, I mean, I'm worried about that, too. So, it's it's not going to look good if it's a one versus one. And Pique can't, like, cut all the slack, you know, uh, like, the whole game. So, he has to step it up. Hopefully. hopefully, he does. Defending-wise, passing-wise, he is great. I mean, he is good. He is good passing-wise. But, I mean, those counterattacks, those fast counterattacks, he looks very clumsy, in my opinion. I feel like you should become a CDM. 100%. Yeah. yeah, maybe he'll do good there in Biscuit's position. You never know, but yeah, cuz he's really That's good the...
1: at like ball progression and like positive mm-hmm. movement with the ball. He's really good at that. But like, his just defending qualities are not there. Ma... yeah. I
0: think I don't know if you guys I... Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead? No, go ahead, man.
2: I don't know if you guys remember the the first classical. The first goal that came in was because of Alba and Piqué. And I don't know if you guys remember the move. PK kind of went from center back and he pushed up all the way to the midfield position to try and cut yeah. some random ball. And it left mm-hmm. a huge gap. So I think Chavi uh, is pretty much... Since Araujo is not there to bail Pique out, Pique is going to be forced to play deep. And I feel like when Pique is the last man, he has to be, you know, deepest and doesn't have to like venture off and be caught on the island. I think that's when PK performs best. So with that said, I feel like having Garcia with PK is gonna benefit benefit us a lot from having PK being very uh, calm, staying back, doesn't do anything rash. Yeah.
1: like you mean because obviously between Garcia and PK, I guess Garcia will be tasked with the role of bringing the ball up, and then PK will exactly have to stay, exactly like, stay super defensive. Now exactly. I see that I see that as long as we're never in a position where Eric Garcia is isolated. Also, because mm-hmm. he he breaks offside lines, man. Like we'd have an offside trap going, and he break it because his positioning is not great. That's things like that scares me.
2: True, but remember, uh, I think, like last game when we had the Classico, the first half, I think was probably one of Busquets' worst game under Xavi. By a long time. To- by a oh, long yes. shot.
1: Oh yeah. And he messed up for that goal. Yeah, he, he had made a mistake, and he was, was slow.
2: He was very slow. Yeah, it took and him a
1: while to get into that game.
2: Really did, and I think Busquets, like not being caught on the island, and really, really, what's it called? Being able to you know stay sharp and be able to defend properly. I think that's what's gonna, I think, win or lose the game because they're gonna overload the midfield. So Busquets is is going to have a hard time chasing shadows with Modric and Valverde running, you know, beside him. Yeah.
1: But this time, Busquets has a fit, ped, fit in-form Pedri with him. And the, yeah. I fit De Jong as well. Last time it was De Jong's like first match, I believe, returning from the injury or maybe second match. True.
2: I think what's going to end up happening, you're going to have probably De Jong playing a bit more defensive in the beginning. But you're gonna have Ferran drop to support and 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 what's it called? Ca- cause an overload in the midfield.
1: Yeah, I think they're just gonna focus on terrorizing Nacho. On, uh, if, I guess. Do you think they're gonna play uh, Alaba left back or Nacho? Oh, Nacho. Man, Dembele should be terrorizing Nacho the whole game. He has to be. He has to be. Wait,
0: uh who's gonna play on the Mbélé side? Nacho?
1: It has to be Nacho or if they maybe they play Nacho center back and Alaba as a left back.
0: Yeah, guys, I mean from what it looks like, Nacho does seem like the weakest link in uh in Madrid, but he's actually pretty solid. Um when I saw some games of him, he's he's actually a pretty solid defender. So I don't think it's gonna be that easy, but hopefully it is.
1: If he's playing as a fullback, not a center back, it should be like easy work for them, baby.
0: Yeah, hopefully, man. But um, brings me to another point. How do you guys see the game uh, being developed? How, like for me, I'm just imagining it right now. Like, I think we're going to have a um, slightly bigger possession than Madrid. It's going to be like 53 versus the rest for Madrid. You know, it's going to be a tight possession game. But Barcelona's gonna have it a little bit higher. I see Barcelona attacking a bit more because we're more desperate. we our egos are more hurt than Madrid over the past years. So I think we're gonna have uh, more intensity, uh, more attacking power than them. But I think we're gonna go first on the score. I see Young like scoring, like a like a, a scoring, but like the game's gonna go on, and then you know how Madrid are like. They just sit back, they just sit tight, and then they can score like with a counter attack. So I think we're going to be like 2 1, and then Madrid's just going to score a counter attack goal like in the 85, 85th minute. That's how I see the game being developed. Like um, Barcelona attacking more, having a little bit more of the ball. Cause I mean, we're more desperate. We want the win. I think we want the win a bit more than them. But Madrid is just going to sit tight, you know, do their own thing and that's how i see that game being developed how about you guys i
1: personally uh, i don't know why i have a feeling they score first early Mm -hmm. and we have to then like start like getting our act together and then we we start running them over from there like i feel like we start slow try break them down slowly and then we concede get the wake-up call and then we turn it around from there
0: what's the score for you how do you think it will go
1: I I believe 4-2. I think we're going to score a lot. Confident. I know that's very ambitious, Confident. I've been saying that for a month now. I have a feeling, especially with no Mendy and Benzema, I really really believe we're going to score at least four goals.
0: Yeah, that's a big handicap. But I don't know when was the last time Madrid uh, conceded four goals this season. Do you guys know or they haven't, right?
2: They haven't. Yeah, yeah they haven't.
0: I think the most they've conceded is two, from what I think. I don't know. I'm not 100 percent sure, but they haven't conceded a lot of goals. But hopefully, you're right, man. Hopefully,
2: I I think, like you said, realistically, we need the points. They don't, mm. and they and yeah. they know this. They know this very well. So what's gonna ha- what's gonna end up happening? They're gonna let us play as always, the first few minutes. Mm-hmm. And as long as the boys are not nervous and we don't concede a cheap ten, first ten minute goal, mm-hmm. well, and we score for if we score first, I think we're winning three one. I'm I'm not like I I, I completely completely believe so because I know Madrid are gonna park the bus as always. Yeah. as oh, always. Hmm. They yeah. park the bus. Remember Madrid playing <laughs>
1: against us? They turn into Atletico Madrid,
2: right? They feel like a small team.
1: Yeah. It's, Oh it's quite it's quite depressing, even if, even if we're playing messy, no messy injuries, no injuries. they always park the bus, play the counter. like they're a small club, like you said. You, you see how they lined up against PSG. They were just defending, 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 it, defending. If they come out playing the way they played against PSG in the first leg, I don't think they stand a chance. If they just like let us have the ball and let us just keep having chance after chance. I don't think I don't think they can hold it for too long.
2: And honestly, guys, yeah. I think this is the, this is the game where Dembele can be a fan favorite or not. Like, you know, if he doesn't show up this game, all the fans, I believe, are just gonna be like, uh ah, Dembele shows up one game, doesn't show up the next game." If the village comes and shows out, whoever is on the wing, Alaba or Nacho, and just shows out. I think he's making a point to be like, yo, I want to stay here. I can I'm, I'm, I'm a Barca guy, you know?
0: Talking about Dembele, I think the, well, this is just um, a theory. I don't know if it's true. Like what I think, how he's been doing. So Dembele hasn't been injured. He's been playing good. Like what's changed, you know? Like every time, like injury, injury, or like inconsistency. So I think now, he doesn't have pressure. He's like, you know what? Like I have options. Maybe I'm not going to stay in Barcelona. So he's playing without pressure. And I think the pressure is making him not get injured that much and be in good form. So I think he's playing freely before he used to be on a lot of pressure. So I think right now, either he has like a pre-contract with somebody with another team, like they're saying they do like he has, or he's like, you know what? Like, I'm playing with no pressure, so that's, that's what I think he's been, like, stepping it up because, I mean, what's changed, guys? Like, every time injury, injury, and, like, so, I mean, Chavi effect, yes, but I think it's also, like, something having to do, like, he has no pressure at the moment. That's what I think. I don't know.
1: I personally don't think he has an agreement with anyone yet. I don't think that's true. I think he's just waiting to see how the season ends and, like, make a decision from there. Mm-hmm. But I think if – I'm just so worried that we renew him or even, like, give him what he wants.
0: Yeah, he's going to cut sleep. And then yeah.
1: one week in, he gets injured again. Like, we would look so stupid.
0: Yeah, or he's going to drop his form. He's going to be like, oh, okay, like, I don't have anything to prove at the moment. Like, I have a big uh, contract. Yeah, that's what a lot of people – yeah, I understand like, I don't know, man. But, really... Like Honestly,
1: I'm 50-50 on the Dembe situation. If he leaves, I'm not too mad. If he stays, I'll take it as well, you know?
2: Well, just to go back on the whole injury fitness thing, there was a report I read, Javi, that apparently they did a study when he was getting injured all the time. Mm-hmm. And they did a study on how many times he sprints in training mm-hmm. and how many times he strains on the pitch. And it was Mm -hmm. a very funny result. They were saying that in training, he sprints 10% of his training time. However, in a game, he sprints 90% of his playing time. So they were saying, how can a player that's so explosive when he's training, he doesn't train in the environment he's going to be playing in the game. So I think a big part of it is that Xavi, since he's came, forget all the fun and the good vibes. I think a big part of it is the heavy intensity in training, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm assuming so. So when he does play the games, the game is not very different from training and that's avoiding that repetitiveness of that intensity is you know nullifying the effect of any injuries that may happen throughout a game. And just to add on that, he's also not playing every game.
1: Yeah, I think that's a huge part of him not getting injured, that he doesn't play every game, he doesn't start every game, compared to usually when he'd come back from an injury, would abuse him until he gets injured again. But I definitely
2: agree with you that I guess some people, when they have that pressure on them, Mm -hmm. that, okay, my contract, no one likes me in this club. Mm -hmm. Uh, My contract is up. Uh, everyone thinks I'm an injured pawn, glass. You know, everyone's making fun of him when he was getting his uh, married. He might get, he might get injured in his honeymoon. Might get injured when he's dancing. Yeah. So I thought that... So I think part of that is that he, he has to prove himself. If he wants that big boy contract, he mm-hmm. wants that 40 million signing bonus, he has to prove it to himself. And let's not forget, there's a World Cup not too far, far away from now. So he's showing yeah. out. He's showing out right now. But again, like Marwan said, man, (laughs) one injury, and we're all going to be like, ah, no, we don't want Dembele. Again, injury prone, same guy again, same story, different game.
0: Yeah, right right now, since he's been in Barca, it's been like the longest since he hasn't gotten injured, right? Like, I think, yeah.
1: yeah. Funnily enough, we get the best run of Dembele right when his contract is expiring. That's our luck for you, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs)
2: <laughs> unbelievable actually unbelievable where was this the past four years three years how long has he been here three years right i don't I even know want think I think
0: even, even longer man i think it's been he we bought him when he was like 19 right 18 19 oh god so you he's know... like 24 already i think so probably like five years
2: you know i feel like we've had him such a long time i forget how young
1: he is
0: yeah, that's true.
1: He's so so young. The young right? as well. He starts thinking Someone in his late twenties, young. Just turned twenty-five. Yeah.
2: And everyone treats him like he should be amazing all the time, but he's he right.
0: I'm like, like... I don't know. Yeah, I'm excited. Ah, uh, that's true, guys. So yeah, the game's gonna start. um uh, just recently. So what is? He... To wrap it up, like, what are your guys' like last thoughts, like uh, for the pregame analysis?
1: I hope Eric Garcia does not make fatal mistakes.
0: Yeah, hopefully. And that uh, yeah.
1: boys up front don't miss their chances.
0: Oh yeah, that's what worries me too, Ferran. I mean, I know a lot of people like <clears throat> we should, we should. Um, I mean, we should have our players back, but uh, Garcia, I don't know, like. This is an unpopular opinion, but I would uh, start Memphis over him in this game. But it's just me, you know. Like we can't afford him to start missing all those big chances, like he, like he usually does. Like this game is gonna be like, you know, if you miss this chance, like you might lose, like because you missed like this goal scoring opportunity. So we gotta be super um, consistent with our scoring. So, but hopefully, in my opinion, this is just my opinion for for run. And Garcia are the players that worry me the most, those two. But, I mean, hopefully they step it up. And we'll we'll get the win finally, like, after, like, five. Too too long. Yeah, too long. Like, we're Barcelona. I mean, we used to wipe the floor with these guys. We used to beat them, like, four goals almost every single game. And now, like, it's been too long. So, hopefully we'll win finally. Everybody wants to see that. All the fans want to see it. Like, we deserve it. Mm Mm-hmm. We yeah. do, indeed. I personally think... A... Sorry, go
2: ahead.
1: No, go for it.
2: I think today's game is going to rely on two people and mainly these two guys. If they show up, I think we're good. And I think those are Busquets and Dembele. Because number one, Busquets, they're going to overpack the midfield. And if Busquets can handle it, break those lines, and you know, get Pedge and De Jong in the right positions... I think we're gonna we're gonna be able to overload their defense big time. Now, when it comes to Dembele, Dembele, I feel like it's almost like he has two jobs. Number one, he has to be able to take on that left back, whoever it is, Alaba Nacho. And if he fails at taking him back, it means Vinicius is gonna play more up front, and that just creates all their attack for them. So the better Dembele plays, the more they gotta defend. And it just creates this amazing overload on that wing. So for me, those are the two key guys. If they play, we're scoring three goals easy. Then Billy doesn't play, Busquets doesn't show up. Yeah, it could get rough. And I think it could get, end up like a draw, like Javi said.
0: Yeah, but the difference is that we actually have a proper number nine right now in Obama Young. We haven't had one. Like, this whole season. So, I mean, remember, guys? Like, it it was always Memphis. Memphis is good, but he got injured. And then, like, he was crazy. Luke was playing, which, I mean, respect to the man. But, I mean, he's not as skilled as I respect
2: him. I respect him. I respect him.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I I respect him a lot, too. But, I mean, it's not the same as Alba, you know? Like, Oh, of course not. But
1: his attitude, the way he's carried himself... And he mm-hmm. showed up in big moments. He, he's, he's been exceptional, to be fair.
0: Yeah, he has respect to him. But, I mean, right now we have a world-class nine. I mean, 33, yes. But, I mean, he's still showing that he has the skill, you know. And Alves has shown us that age is just a number as well when you're dedicated. so <laughs> only when
1: Only when you're on the ball, age is just a number. When you're <laughs> off the ball, age becomes a very real number.
2: <laughs> yeah, me,
1: that's
2: true. Let me ask you guys a quick question before we wrap it up. Mm-hmm. How let's say we're going second half, it's zero zero, right? Or one one. What subs are we making?
0: Well, it depends who's playing bad or who's not playing. Who's of like course. it depends sure. to be honest? Uh-huh. Well, but
1: how do you see play it played out? Playing out.
2: Yeah, how, how would you like what would you think?
0: Well, me and I know, I know a lot of fans, like, don't agree with me. Um, Ferran, I would switch Ferran for Memphis. If we're not, if our attacking is not good, if they're actually controlling the attack, which I really doubt they will control the attack, I would switch Ferran and I would put in Gavi, maybe for Frankie on the midfield. Okay. That's what I would do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, how
2: about
1: you, Marwan? Um, I think for me, like um, whoever is perform whoever is not performing well from the midfield, whether it's Busquets, or Gavi, if it's if it's Young or or Busquets, I, I would sub Nico in. If it's Gavi or De Jong, then I would sub Gavi in. Um, then as we... for front, mm-hmm. I would ahead. definitely um, put the pie if I sub the pie in, definitely be on the left side and not as the striker substitute. Mm-hmm. or yeah that's that's pretty much it a- and i don't know maybe i would put danny Alves in, in the midfield i'd be scared to put him in at right back at any point unless vinicius gets subbed off
0: that's yeah, actually not a bad idea Alves. i think Alves played um what was his team uh the brazilian team he played before so Sa- uh, no not santos we were sao paulo Sao Paulo, there you go. Yeah, he used to play there in the midfield, I believe. So, Because in the midfield,
1: think... other players can cover for him, like they do for Busquets. Mm-hmm. But as a right back, once you can't make it back, that's the whole side exposed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. Cool. <laughs> what about you, Omar? How do you see it playing out?
2: If it's a draw, I'm probably taking Oba off. And I'm probably going to shift... Ferran in the middle and then I'll put Depay on left wing and then I'm going to assume by 17th minute Dembele will be gassed out put Traori in for him and then the midfield Gavi is definitely coming on for a little bit probably for uh, Busquets I'll switch Busquets off push the young back in CDM and I think what you said was right if, if Garcia is just having a nightmare of a game like everyone in the group chats are saying then i'm going back to my original four and put daniel back and right back for the last 20 minutes and I, I i trust daniel enough to give me a solid 20 minutes
0: yeah yeah of course and let's not forget guys minutes. we have that, we yeah. have luke we have luke as well so i mean if things are starting to get like bad um i, I would put trower in and then luke in yeah mm.
1: love the crosses in
0: <laughs> yeah yeah i mean you i mean who yeah, knows like, like
1: last case scenario yeah
0: yeah. yeah. Uh, all, right, guys. Uh, all right guys so the game's gonna start uh soon so yeah um well thank you for your thoughts and then um just uh we'll do another one soon and hope everybody listens to our to this one and our next one and take care guys okay yes sir easy you too thank you guys